The far-off sun was bright, and the northwest wind was starting to blow as the first snowstorm of winter was blowing itself out. Hank could see his breath in the frosty morning air as he gazed across the windswept prairie. He put his suitcase into the bed of his friend's pickup. I'm twenty-six years old, and about all I own is in this suitcase, and in my old pickup, he thought. It's time to move on. He was going across North Dakota with his friend Frank. Frank was going to call two square dances, one in Minot and the other in Williston. Then they'd go up to Plentywood, Montana for a horse sale. Frank farmed and ranched and was looking to buy more broodmares. There was a light skiff of snow blowing across the road, and the farther north they went, the more slippery the snowpack roads became. After calling the first dance, they headed for Williston. There was less than an hour before the dance was scheduled to start there. About noon, they came through a beautiful valley of several hundred acres without a fence, a wheel track, or a power line, and found the corner of the Section 6 and turned back west with about one quarter mile between them. They rode around small bunches and pushed them back toward the house. Hank saw a cow up on the cut bank and rode over to go into the draw to find her calf when his roan horse started acting up throwing his head and snorting. Hank rode him to the far side of the opening of the draw and started into it when a bear stood up and growled at them. He swung the roan around and they left as fast as they could. She rode over to him and said, Why are you in a hurry? He told her about the bear and said, It looked like there's a dead calf in the draw. She replied, Let's move them a little faster and rode off pushing the cattle. About a mile down the valley, he rode over to her, and they stepped off their horses. He took the slicker from behind his saddle and put it around her shoulders, pointing to the northwest. There was a fast-moving rainstorm coming at them. It'll be raining in a few minutes, he said. They walked alongside their horses, and it rained straight down for a few minutes, then stopped. She took the slicker off and said, Now you are soaking wet. I won't melt, he replied. Sugar doesn't melt. No, it's a nice night for a ride, he protested. I don't believe it'll snow tonight, and it's not very cold. Mother said, Eileen, where are your manners? I'll take him home, she whined. Just get in the pickup. I need to put my horse up, Hank said. Grandpa said, I'll take care of your mount. Hank wanted to take care of his horse himself and went to the corral with Grandpa. As he walked by Eileen, he leaned over and whispered in her ear, I will make you love me. Oh, yes, I will. A short time later, Hank found himself alone with Eileen in her family's truck. Thanks for carrying me home, he said. I don't mind giving you a ride, but I don't want my sisters razzing me about it. And don't get the idea that I like you. Oh, no, I just appreciate the ride. The two of them rode toward Section 6. The morning sun was warming up the country, and it smelled like spring, not early fall, with smaller animals coming out of their dens looking for food. When they arrived at the northeast fence, they stopped, and he said, Angel, let's ride up on that cut bank by that big rock. They rode to the rock. He dismounted and lifted her off her horse, and they climbed up on the big rock. They were facing east, looking out over a valley of six hundred acres. The native grass waved gently in the slight morning breeze. It looked so beautiful and fresh, like it was just made by the hand of God yesterday. He said, This is where Ernie shot the bear last fall. Let's call this Bear Valley, and this is our rock. Honey, if I die tomorrow, 
please bury me up here in front of this rock so I can look out over this beautiful valley forever. Don't put me in a coffin. Just wrap me in an old tarp and dig my grave by hand so as not to mess up this beautiful place. You promised me you wouldn't die, she said. Besides, I want you in our cemetery at the ranch. Honey, he said, I'm sorry, I was just going on about this place. It's just like it was a thousand years ago. Look, we can't see any roads or power lines or wheel tracks. It doesn't look like man has ever been here. Over there is a doe and a fawn and a fox with her pup down by that spring. She replied, Grandpa won't let anyone drive up here. It always takes two years for the grass to come back after you've been driving on it. The cattle will walk on your wheel tracks and make a cow trail to nowhere. So we don't drive up here.